patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. So what I what I did is, you know, at some point I started realizing, like, I can put in these, you know, these sextuplets and make it sound essentially kind of faster than it is. Polyrhythms, polymeters, what are they? How are they related? How are they different? Let's take a look. Before I set up anything in a session, I try to find out, hey, what's the first song we're going to do? Can we go listen to it? Is there some kind of demo? And then, because I hate I hate just like throwing up like any old symbol, snare drum, and whatever, um, building a kit, and then going to listen to the song, you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't use half the stuff that's up here. The way to be successful at something is you have to be so passionate about it that time disappears. You do not care. You are just in it. You can't wait to wake up because you get to start again. When you go to sleep, you hope that you dream about it. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about passion. I, I really feel like that's a really under-emphasized part of being a drummer, is getting sad. What happens is you're moving the accents everywhere possible in a measure of 4-4, four, four, a measure of 3-4, and a measure of 5-4. You break it down, you know, sometimes you'll do freeze in each hand or whatever, but it's a, it's a combination of just those two things and throwing in a single kick drum or a double kick drum, and now you have these odd phrases. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast, episode 57. Today, I want to talk about inspiration and why it's not necessarily the most powerful thing in our arsenal to getting down to business. In fact, here's a great quote from Stephen King. Amateurs sit and wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up and go to work. Three pieces of information real quick before we get into this week's podcast. The podcast is sponsored by the Drum Mantra 3030. The Drum Mantra 3030 is my flagship course. It is a 30 days, 30 lessons course that will help you develop the discipline to practice. You will get into a routine. You have something to practice every day for 30 minutes, and you develop a lot of crazy skills over that course of 30 days. The course is yours forever, so you can go at it at your own pace. So you don't have to finish it in 30 days. But each day, a new lesson gets dripped out to you, and you just simply sit down and do that lesson. And it's a video of me playing, and you get the music. You get a 200-page downloadable PDF, and you just play along with me. And after 30 minutes, you're done. You go on to your rest of your day, whatever it is you want to do. The 3030 course is being used by people in over 40 countries around the world, and I'm very proud of it. It's a lot of fun. It's very simple. There's not a lot of components to it. It's just sit down and do the practice. Sit down and do the work. So if you haven't checked that out yet, check it out, drummantra.com. Click on the, um, the tab that says Drum Mantra 3030. It's a fun course. And a lot of growth happens from it. So check it out if you're ready to get some serious practice done and ready to go deeper with your understanding of odd time signatures and polymetric relationships in three different time signatures, 4-4, four, 3-4, four, four, and 5-4. 
And you're also going to develop some pretty cool coordination skills in this course. All right, check it out. The second order of business is I am giving away a 16-inch Sabian HHX Complex Thin Crash. I just did an unboxing video for Sabian the other day. It's up on um, the Rich Stitzel Music Instagram page. You can check that out, and you can actually hear the symbol. The way that you get this symbol, and, and originally this was only set up for the members of DrumMantra.com, but there's been so much interaction with this lesson that I've that I posted that the lesson is available a la carte, so you can you can just buy that lesson by your, on its own. You don't have to sign up for the membership or anything. You can buy the lesson, and the thing that you have to do is once you get the lesson, you've got the PDF of all the exercises. There's 17 exercises, <clears throat> excuse me, and you have an MP3 for each of the exercises. So all you have to do is use the audio, film yourself playing each of the exercises, post them, and the first person to post themselves playing all the exercises will win this symbol. Anybody else that completes it but isn't first will get a Drum Mantra t-shirt. So check it out. You can see the exercise is called Oceans, and you can see it in its entirety at drummantra.com forward slash oceans. Try your hand at winning a symbol by learning some pretty cool groove coordination exercises. It's in 7-8 time. It's a lot of fun. There's a good handful of people working on it. Maybe you'll be the one. All right, check it out. The third order of business is during the month of December, you can vote in the Modern Drummer Readers Poll for your favorite everything in drumming. So you can fill in all the names of your favorite players for each genre. And then there's a section where you can fill in things like method book. And I am asking you to go and fill in all your favorite drummers' names. And then under method book, please put in the foundational series. That is the main book for Drum Mantra. That book is all over the world. A lot of people are practicing out of it, and it's the very first book that I wrote. And um, I want to see if we can make a little splash in the Modern Drummer Reader's Poll. So please put the foundational series in for Method Book. And if you haven't taken the 30-30 yet, it's kind of hard for you to vote for it. But under online courses, you on, online instruction, I'm asking people to put Drum Mantra 3030. If you've taken the course, I really hope that you would put it. And if you haven't taken the course, well, you can either trust me that it's a great course and you can vote for it, or you can sign up for the course. And before the end of the month, go vote for it. Anyway, Modern Drummer Reader's Poll. 2020 is what the uh, the Google search is for it. Foundational series in the Method Books area and Drum Mantra 3030 in the online courses area. That would be awesome. Thank you for your help. And we'll see how that goes when they reveal the winners. Okay. Now on to the podcast. Amateurs sit and wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up and go to work. That is such a good, strong statement and lesson. 
And something that I and many of us are guilty of is waiting to be inspired before we go practice, waiting to be inspired before we write, waiting to be inspired before we do anything. Inspiration is almost a weakness in a way. It's almost a, a smokescreen, something that's going to keep us from doing something. Inspiration is almost an excuse. Yes, we do get inspired at moments, and the actual definition of inspiration, let me just look that up real quick. Inspiration, the definition of inspiration, the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. A sudden, brilliant, creative, or timely idea. So inspiration is the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. It is a sudden, brilliant, creative, or timely idea. Yeah, we all get that. We all get inspired by things, and we get excited to do things. We have a burst of creativity. We, we have a burst of, of energy to practice, or we, we are suddenly overcome with a strong desire to focus and get something done. But sometimes inspiration does not come. And what do we do then? Do we make excuses Do we think it's a sign that we shouldn't be working today? Well, the mind can play tricks on us. And I am in this process of work big time. And I'm lucky to have a wife who is a yogi and constantly is reminding me, just do the practice. Just practice. Just practice. It doesn't matter if you're trying to the, the, the goal is not the important part. The outcome of the practice is not the important part. The important part is the practice. It's the dedication of getting down into the practice room, sitting at the instrument, and doing something. And really, to be honest, there are times where I'm convinced that you have to have a very meticulous practice schedule and everything has to make sense and everything has to be a step-by-step-by-step. And sometimes I'm learning that I just have to get down here and do something. And so I do have a couple of things that I've been doing lately, and I'm, and I'm saying these things because I haven't felt particularly inspired lately. I go through times where I just want to chill. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to have to think about anything. I don't want to have to create anything new. And it's my job to create material for drummers to work on. I mean, that is part of what I do. And sometimes I'm just not inspired to do it. And a lot of the details that come along with that start to build this this wall, this brick wall in front of me. Like, I need to come up with a new exercise. Okay, what's the concept for the exercise? There's the first roadblock. Um, all right, I need to get Ableton all set up, and I need to compose a piece of music that goes with the exercise. There's another huge roadblock. Or, okay, I've got this outline. Now I need to make sure that it's all clean and written out correctly in Sibelius. Well, there's a huge roadblock, because now all of a sudden I'm staring at my computer again. It seems like so many of my roadblocks lead me into the path of staring at my computer screen. 
and I can justify anything to get my hands back on the keyboard and do work online with Sibelius and with Ableton and with my website and with emailing and all these things that come into owning a business, all of those things start to, to, to become the most important thing to me. And I'm always, and the way I justify it is, well, I'm a professional musician already. Um, you know, I've got plenty of gigs. Everything's going great. I, I can play all my gigs just fine. And I don't need to practice today. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to be fine. There is a big red flag that I am trying to pay attention to because there are periods where I love to practice and I'll practice for hours a day. And then there are periods where I sit down and stare at my drums and don't even want to put sticks in my hands. But doing the practice. So I've come up with a couple of things that are great little exercises that help when you're in that inspirational rut and you just you know you need to get down and play on the drums but you don't want to do anything that you usually do because you're either bored or frustrated or whatever so i'm going to show you this cool little exercise that i've started doing and i've done it for the last 5 days and it's been it's been nice because it's kind of like it, it kind of requires your your mind, it's definitely a physical activity. Uh, it, it builds your concentration. Because one of the things that I've always believed is the thing that separates the professional players, the professional musicians who are, who are doing it for real, and the amateurs, the people who don't quite have it figured out, don't quite have all the parts together well enough to turn it into a career. The biggest difference to me as of what I've observed, is the ability to concentrate and the discipline to practice no matter what and the patience to sit with something long enough for it to slowly take shape. Those three things are huge. Concentration, discipline, and patience. I feel like I'm always trying to keep myself in check. Am I concentrating? It's easy to start to discover whether or not you're concentrating because you know whether or not you're paying attention to something. So are you concentrating on something or are you checked out? Are you uh, you know, daydreaming or thinking about something else besides exactly what's going on in the moment? That's meditation. Staying in the moment, paying attention to right now, exactly right now that's where life is happening and when we're in our mind when we're when we're in our imagination we are not living an actual life we're living in our mind we're living in thoughts so we start to understand when we are concentrating we are more present so concentration is a huge one concentration means focusing the mind on right now each moment of now, now, now. That's a big one. Discipline. Discipline is something that we develop. Discipline is, 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 a, is a tricky one because we are built to get a reward from, we, you know, we, we are built to input work and gain reward. So we're, we're expecting that 
if I'm going to put this time in to do this activity, eventually I want to get a reward back for it. That's like this very strong mentality that we have, this big, very strong thought that we all have. I think that that's partially great, but it's also dangerous because if you're, if you're in the moment and you're working on something, but in the back of your mind, you're justifying the work because you know eventually you're going to get a reward, that can kind of weaken the moment that you're actually in. It might make you skate over certain things that are too challenging at the moment because you start to justify in your mind, I'm probably not really going to need that because my image of this reward doesn't really require exactly all these things that I'm practicing right now, so I'm just going to skip over them. And then we go back into the mind, and then we're back at square one. So when we're, when we're developing discipline, discipline just comes from, from creating a habit. And to create a habit, you just make yourself do something every day, every day, every day, every day, no matter what. Whether or not it's a super productive practice when you're done, at least you got there and did it. So the discipline to reward, award yourself a period of time where you're able to focus and just be with the instrument, that's super important. We have to develop the discipline to do that. The patience, that's part of concentration. I mean, when, when we're patient, we're not, we're not in a hurry to get anywhere. And when we're not in a hurry to get anywhere, we can stay right here, right now. And that makes our practice even stronger. So what do we practice? What do you practice when you don't know what to practice? That's the thing that is a tricky one to come up with. Because when you know what you want to practice, and when you're excited about what you're going to practice, then it's a no-brainer. You go in, you practice the things you want to work on. Sometimes you don't want to do that. So here is an exercise that I've been doing, like I said, for about the last five days, and it's been, it's been great. There have been moments in the practice where uh, I'm, I'm bored and I realize I need to get with it and start paying attention to other details. If you start to get bored with something that you're doing, look at the other details. Are you playing with intention? Are you playing consistently? Are your accents strong? Are your movements consistent? Are you playing with good time? Are you playing with good posture? Are you breathing? There's so many things to think about. So here is the exercise that I've been doing. I put the metronome on. Right now it's at 97. 97 is... Pull it up here on the metronome and let you hear what 97 sounds like. That's 97 BPM. And so what I first started doing was I was setting the, the, the very first day, I set the clock, the timer, for 10 minutes. And for 10 minutes, I played eighth notes around the drum set. Any, anything I wanted to do, but I wanted, I had to play only eighth notes and there could not be any gap and there couldn't be any, anything faster than an eighth note, nothing slower than eighth note. Eighth notes the entire time around the kit doing whatever it was that I wanted to do using all four limbs. So, first eighth notes. 
da 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 do 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 ding da 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 stop stop oh bing ba da ding da do do ding ding da da ding da ding ding boom and then the alarm will go off and then eighth note triplets da ga da do da do do da 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 do de 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 do 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 de do de 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 da da do do da da do do da 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 do de ga da de ga da do de do de do de do and then sixteenth notes and then sex tuplets. I can't do these with my mouth very well. And then thirty second notes. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this with my voice. It's pretty funny. I actually probably should work on some um, some Indian syllable singing because my mouth does not move very fast. Anyway, so that's what I would do. And that, the very first day I did that, I'm like, okay. This really makes you that. So that was a what eighth notes, eighth note triplets, sixteenth notes, sextuplets, thirty second notes. That was a fifty minute long practice session from only doing that, and it takes a lot of stamina and a lot of focus to just do it physically. But what you start to realize when you do it for that long, you start to realize things that come out that are kind of natural patterns and you and and patterns that you you tend to fall into and you also start to think of things in the moment that you want to try so you're 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 moving this entire time and you're not stopping but you're thinking to yourself oh what if i do you know double doubles and two feet right right left left foot foot right right left left foot foot well that works as triplets and then maybe you're trying to come up with a grouping of five when you're playing 16th notes or something. Right, left, right, right, left. Or right, left, right, left, foot, foot. Right, left, right, left, foot. Right, left, right, left, foot. Right, left, right, left, foot. So that might become a pattern that's playing. But, but because you're playing for such a long period of time, 10 minutes is a long time on each subdivision, you really start to get a sense of the musicality of the drum set. So you're, you're starting to, you're, you're developing the, you're, you're, your fluidity, you're developing your physicality, and you're also developing your musicality because you start to hear shapes that are coming out of the drums in certain ways and you want to um, highlight that and develop those motifs that you might be creating. So it's really a cool musical experience. Now the next day, I tried a different one. I did that again, five minutes each, but I went up and back down. So it's eighth notes, eighth note triplets, sixteenth notes, sextuplets, thirty-second notes, sextuplets, sixteenth notes, eighth note triplets, eighth notes. That was also challenging, but it was kind of cool because you got a second a second try at those other subdivisions. So going up, you might be like, "Oh man, this is you know I've got some cool ideas, but I'm I'm not really having time to work them out." And then you come back, and you here you are back in sextuplets again, and because it's slower than what you had just done, you just did 30-second notes, now you're doing sextuplets, everything feels slower, so you feel more in control, and it actually slows down your mind 
because you are warmed up. So you keep slowing down into these slower subdivisions, which allows you more space to work on your thoughts. So that's the exercise I've been doing. And it's been great. I mean, when I come down to practice, I don't have to sift through a bunch of exercise packs and lesson packs. I just go and sit and do that. And that might be the only thing I do in that particular little session. A nice 40 to 50 minute long session. And then I can take a break. Um, I have been working on uh, Oceans, which is the lesson pack that I recently released on the Drum Mantra website. And I also released it on YouTube. And so I will run that. It takes about, uh, it takes about three minutes to run the entire thing, maybe a little bit less. And I'll, and I'll run it three or four times in a row. So that'll be another 12 minutes of solid focused work. And then I'll work on um, a different lesson pack. So I will go through my lesson packs, but the thing that gets me to the practice room is knowing that I'm just going to sit down and I'm just going to move my arms around the kit on those different subdivisions without any other plan, but get there and do the practice. And then after I do the practice, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty focused. I feel like I'm ready to work on one of the actual exercise lesson packs or something. So that kind of lights the fire under actually getting focused on some things that I'm really working on. So it's cool. Like I said, I'm in my fifth day of experimenting with this little mind trick to get to the practice room to just get things moving, get the blood flowing, and get the creative juices kind of moving. So that's been great for me, and I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, and you know, I don't necessarily want to sit here and talk to you a bunch about getting to the practice room. I think that you should just get there and try this exercise that I just told you about. It's a lot of fun. It'll challenge you, and I'd love to hear how it goes. So let me know how this went for you and things that might have come out for, for you from it. Uh, do it for a week. You know, Try to do it every day. And you can, you can set your timer at two minutes each. In fact, that's what I just did before I did the podcast is I'm like, okay, I got to get focused. I'm going to do this for two minutes each. I went up and then back down. And then when I got back down, because it was two minutes, it only took uh, 10 minutes to do, I think. So when I got back down to the eighth notes and I've completed this cycle of going up and back, then I decided to pick a new subdivision and just see how that felt. So for four more cycles of two minutes, so eight more minutes, I did um, fives. So I did um, groupings of fives over each eighth note. So 10 notes per quarter note is what I was doing. And just seeing how that felt with different stickings and and uh, just trying to get my mind sort of into that world a little bit. But it's been great. It's been great, and I'm excited to do it again. And it's nice because I'm not sitting there going, I need to be inspired before I go to the practice room. It's just like, nope, I'm going to the practice room. I know what I'm going to do. It's like a meat and potatoes exercise. It's a no-brainer. It's different every time because you're trying, all of a sudden you start to, get ideas as you're doing it but the important thing is 
you get down, you put some sticks in your hands, and you move your body around the kit. That's the first step. That's where the discipline comes from. That's where the focus and concentration starts to, de- to develop out of. And then inspiration, yeah, that's going to come. Inspiration comes in all kinds of ways. You might see something on Instagram that inspires you. You might watch a movie that makes you want to go practice. You might have read an article or something that inspires you. Or you might have just had a good conversation with someone at the bank or the grocery store and you're like, man, that really inspired me to come practice. So, of course, inspiration is still huge. And that is going to move you into territory in your own creativity that you may not have access to otherwise. But on a day-to-day basis, when we're trying to to build a consistent routine and have some discipline, inspiration is not the thing that we need to be waiting for. We just need to get up and do the practice. Okay, so I wish you all the best. Get up, go do your practice. Let me know how it goes, and I'll be back to talk to you in a week. All right, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating. And please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.